0: That story, other people's perception of you ain't none of your business. Everything you've ever been through, set through, rose through, cried through, prayed through, everything is a setup for your next best season.
1: I wonder if this is what normal people feel like.
2: Well, like Eleanor Roosevelt said, well-behaved women rarely
1: make history. And nothing says mental health um, podcast live, like say, starting with, I drank a whole bottle of wine,
2: thing so i'm like having to do all of the technology myself um thank you for coming on today and talking to us um you're here to talk to us about white flag
0: yes absolutely i'm really excited to to, uh, share some uh some of white flags backstory and uh hopefully somebody hears this and, and we can help somebody out today
2: that would be great, that's the whole point. Um, I use the app pretty regularly. I've been using it and I really like it. Um, if you wanna go ahead and introduce yourself to everyone and then we can go from there.
0: Yeah, thank you. So first of all, fantastic that you use the app and enjoy it. Uh, it's it's uh, doing this work a long time. It's nice to you know hear that you know in person that it's helping someone. So that's really cool to hear. Uh, my name is Dave. Uh, I'm the chief content officer for White Flag. And we have a app uh, that we have created to, to help people that are suffering. Uh, the mental health crisis is serious. And mm-hmm. for a long time, it has been something that has been misunderstood and stigmatized. And as we're all kind of you know, being made aware, uh, awareness is being raised rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think we're to the point now where we're shifting in that point, that there's a pivot point of uh, the awareness is where we want it to be. And now we can uh, morph that awareness into, you know, actionable things that we can do to help people. Uh, and White Flag is one of the things that I've been able to be a part of um, that is doing that. It's uh, free, anonymous peer-to-peer support. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyone in the U.S. can download the app as long as you're over the age of 18 and uh, log on to the app, uh, list some things about yourself. If you have a you know, history of trauma or bipolar disorder or ADHD, um, if you... Are um, a trans man or a trans woman, if you're a veteran, anything about you at all um, that makes you who you are, uh, both with your mental health and your, you know, just your day-to-day life. Um, and if you ever need to talk to someone, you press a white flag button and it lets everyone else in the community know, I need to talk to somebody about things that I'm going through. Um, it pairs you with someone else uh, that uh, has a, a similar background to you. Uh, anybody can talk to you, but when the list is organized, the people at the very top of my list, when I log on, are the ones that are most like me. So if I want to help someone today, I can answer a flag at the top of the list, and I'll know that we have a uh, more in common than uh, someone else that I might meet. Um, and we've changed a lot of lives. There's been uh, uh, nearly 40,000 downloads, over 100,000 uh, messages back and forth of people helping each other. And it's it's just been really cool to uh, be at the ground level and watch mm-hmm. this grow into something that's actually making a difference in people's lives.
2: So very nice. Where does the concept come from? How did you how how did this grow?
0: So the app was founded by um, our CEO Johnny McCoy. Uh, Johnny is a criminal defense attorney, and uh, a while back he had an altercation with the police where he was simply just trying to ask questions and find out what was happening. Uh, in a situation, and he was wrongfully detained uh, and Mm -hmm. and, uh, put in jail, and during that time, he witnessed somebody take their own life, Mm
3: -hmm. and that
0: is extremely traumatizing, obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, that's that's not a huge list of people that have uh, had that happen to him, Mm -hmm. and when it did, uh, he realized there were a lot of things that cascaded after that that really were a detriment to his mental health, um, where he didn't have anybody to talk to. Nobody else knew what that was like, there were a lot of people that had sympathy, that attempted empathy, but no one truly knew what that was like for him, uh, and it, uh, you know, was the big missing piece for him uh, during his struggles with his mental health. Um, and the one place he finally did get that was uh, in a treatment center with other folks there that said, "I know what that's like." He met mm-hmm. a veteran there uh, that said, "I did, you know, I have witnessed that before," mm-hmm. uh, and that was his real first true interaction with raw, pure peer support. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is, it's a different breed, uh, of, of, of mental health assistance. You know, um, I am four years sober. I've got experience, you know, uh, 12 step programs. Um, and that was the different breed for me was hearing other people share the similar stories and know that I wasn't alone. How I was feeling, um, when he experienced that, he realized that it just was not readily available. We have 12 step programs. We have inpatient programs, but as a general accessible tool to, you know, the, the everyday person, that's not really something that they have access to or even are aware of. Most Mm -hmm. people don't know what peer support is, even Mm -hmm. though they get it from their their friends or their parents or their loved ones. True peer support, they don't really, that's not a concept to a lot of people. And that's what we're trying to change. That's what he wanted to change.
1: Right. And when there is peer support groups, it's usually through some kind of an agency where there's a therapist there, a professional there. And sometimes right. that means that there's not the same authenticity. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, it, it, it doesn't matter how well-intentioned somebody is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they feel like I can't be open about the things that I'm going through because, you know, this therapist might report me to somebody. Or mm-hmm. maybe you, you know, maybe you don't even have an issue with therapy or with psychiatrists, but you don't have the money or you don't have the self-confidence. Right. You know, there's a million different reasons why mm-hmm. people uh, don't even walk out the front door. Let alone mm-hmm. call and set up an appointment somewhere, right? Right. Um, and that was uh, that was the other major factor was that you know even if people want peer support, uh, there's so many reasons why they wouldn't get it. Um, so we wanted it to be a, a a finger press away. That was the goal.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it's also, I mean, just coming from my perspective in bipolar, it's hard to find the peer support sometimes. I mean, I know there's groups, I know there's um, things that I can do, but like, they're not readily available like this would be available.
0: Right. Um, And it's a lot of times very specialized. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's it's like a a Facebook group that's closed off and you have to be approved to get in, or Mm -hmm. it's a 12-step program. And Not everybody has addiction issues, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of 12-step programs, a lot of support groups for very specific things, cancer support groups, uh, trauma support groups. But if you just have general feeling of mental unwellness, what do you do about that? I don't feel like I need to go see a therapist. uh, And I don't, you know, I'm not even diagnosed with it. I just know that there's something wrong with me on the Mm -hmm. inside today, right now. Right. What are my options? Most people have no idea. You're absolutely right. Mm Mm-hmm. And then has... things
1: that Oh, go ahead, Rebecca. No, sorry. go ahead, Amy. I was just going to say, and, you know, just in my experience of talking to people, you know, there are things that people know about their own disorders that, you know, even therapists don't know details of what it's like inside or what daily life is like. And there are things that peers can teach each other that a therapist who doesn't have the same disorder really can.
0: Oh, my God. So much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it, there's... People that do have experience uh, with peer support that maybe question its validity sometimes are things like, um, you know, well, you you know, why would you put a bunch of crazy people together and let them talk to each other? That's something we hear all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just let them out into the wild to speak to each other. What if they give each other bad advice? It just it that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, we 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 learn from each other's experiences, um, and we have enough experience of what we're going through that I would say the people that are experiencing those things are far more discerning about the kind of advice that they take or, Mm -hmm. you know, the things that they hear or the experiences they hear. You know, I, more than anything, I was sometimes accused of the validity of things I was saying as opposed Mm -hmm. to just being blindly believed, you know? Um, and having that, when you hear it, uh, as my sponsor would say, real recognizes real, right? When Mm -hmm. you hear it, you know that you're talking to someone that understands and, um, one of our uh, resident doctors that we have uh, with the program, uh, Jessica Presty, she made a very good point, which is a lot of times it's not advice. The advice itself comes from the experience that's, that's given. So if mm-hmm. someone says, you know, I think I have bipolar disorder, uh, you know, I've spoken to some doctors and they recommend that I look into it more and that, you know, maybe get a prescription for something, but I don't know if that's something I want to do. Just hearing the experience of what someone else might've gone through with medication, without medication, um, do, you know, has uh, working on my sleep helped at all, you know, those kinds of things that we just don't have the motivation to explore ourselves sometimes. Um, you know, th- the motivation to simply exist for a lot of people can be a struggle, let alone trying to go and find all their solutions themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to hear somebody say, "Here are some things that I tried and it's how it made me feel, man, that can be such a, a, a major difference for people between step zero and step one or step 2
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: How long has the app been out?
0: Uh, it launched in, I I believe, October 2021. I, I'm going to get in trouble for that. I need to memorize that date. I believe it's October uh, 2021. Uh, so we're, we are fairly new. um, uh, But we have been growing pretty rapidly. Uh, we've mm-hmm. really liked some of the uh, little spikes in um in, in registrations we've had and just letting people help each other. Um, And that's, that's what we're all most excited about is that you know, nobody really knows about us yet. So every conversation that we have, people are like, oh, wow, really? That's, you know, that's the expressions that we like to see. It's what's been most exciting.
1: So what are some of the most common feedbacks you've been getting from users?
0: Um, so it's a, I won't lie. I'm, I'm a content creator, right? I'm mm-hmm. on social media. I'm used to lots of comments, negative and positive, you know, with mm-hmm. my own content. Um, and I, you know, I felt like I had a, a, a pretty well developed callus for all that. Um, what I did not anticipate, uh, and I kind of forgot, the mental health community, the neurodivergent community, uh, very discerning, very perceptive, lots mm-hmm. of questions. Um, so naturally, you know, in the beginning, uh, it took me by surprise, and I'm used to it now. But um, I won't say pessimism, but a lot of a, a lot of uh, skeptical behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh and discerning behavior and scrutiny, uh, which which we welcome. You know, we don't want anyone to come in and feel like they aren't sure about what's happening. So there's been a lot of questions about, you know, well, I how do you make sure that, you know, bad people don't get on there? You know, what you know, how can I make sure that somebody actually talks to me? What do I do if somebody doesn't talk to me? And we like these questions because the whole reason this exists is we want people to provide that feedback so we can mm-hmm. build it better for them. Mm-hmm. That's the singular purpose of this thing existing, is to continuously compound the feedback to create an app that functions better for them. So, um, apart from that, um, something else that really took me by surprise was the amount of people that said things like, I don't know if I'd be here today without the app, mm-hmm. you know, when you see, and that's, uh, that's come up more than once. And when you see things like that, you always feel like you're doing something important, you know, when you, when you do these kinds of projects and programs, but when you really get, uh, true feedback like that that you might have made a difference in whether or not someone exists today um that's what really took me back i i like to talk i don't have a problem talking but when someone says something like that sometimes i get uh, a little speechless Mm because um you don't think you'll make those kinds of impacts until Mm -hmm. you do uh, and then you realize that what you're doing is, is important work
2: now i heard you say that you had a doctor on staff who who all is behind the app
0: so many people, um, so many people. Uh, and that, that's one thing we pride ourselves on is that uh, we have a, a wide array of people that are involved, but every single person in some way is within arm's reach of, of mental health, it, the community, uh, their own past experience, someone that's important to them that you know struggles. Um, so we have Uh, We have a medical advisory board, but our two, our two resident doctors are Dr. Uh, Roshni Patel and Dr. Jessica Lopresti. They're both officers with the program and their jobs are simple, which is to bring the medical community in and help them understand what kind of an impact this is, is having. Um, Because it, you know, I started talking about mental health, like on my own platform. Uh, fairly recently, about a year, year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and one thing that I learned is that uh, there are always people that are unsure whether, you know, something is actually helping, you know, these kinds of programs are helping in every, in every aspect, in every community, in every industry, mm-hmm. uh, and especially the medical industry, uh, you know, doctors and physicians and clinicians and uh, you know, entities and, and companies that are unsure if this is, you know, worth people's time, you know, is this something that we even need to explore? What's the liability? And their job is to show them uh, what a difference it actually makes. And they've done a fantastic job of that uh, to help bridge the gap there. Um, so we're really grateful to have them on the team. Um, we have uh, some ambassadors that have been really helpful as well. Uh, Nate Boyer mm-hmm. uh, is our chief of veterans affairs. He is uh, hes a veteran. He's a uh, former NFL player and it goes without saying the importance of veteran mental health, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, if there's one thing that we've learned, it's that if the solution isn't going to be given to you, you just have to make it yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I that speaks most true for veterans, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a lot of stuff tied up there about trying to get them support. And we're more than happy to make sure that they're aware that it exists and, and provide them a solution. And it's uh, been really nice to have feedback from veterans as well. Um there are so many people and I'm going to stop myself before I mention some and not all. <laughs> like, why didn't you say my name on the podcast, Dave? Um, <laughs> but generally speaking, it's been really cool to see how many people from different walks of life and, and different industries and different backgrounds and professions have come in to say, this means a lot to me too.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
0: been mm-hmm. really
3: cool.
2: I found that the questions when, when I was doing the whole, signing up for the app and everything that the question that if you are a veteran came up and I was really pleased with that because I'm a veteran and, and a lot of times when you do these mental health things that question never comes up nobody ever thinks of that and so to have that on there was
0: really great yeah oh, well thank you for your service um oh, thank you it's a. I've been listening to some podcasts recently about um uh retellings of stories from soldiers and stuff and mm-hmm. just the the amount of things that they say that, you know, I know people like, you know, in the past that have had uh, mm-hmm. issues with addiction or trauma or, you know, PTSD, obviously PTSD, but so many things that they say that, you know, I'll never know the true scale of what they went through, but to hear the things they say, and like, that's exactly, you know, why we're doing this, because the, these kinds of feelings that they're having are feelings that we know other people have, and they uh, they deserve just as much recognition for it. So we're more than happy to make sure that they have a community to go to.
1: hmm What are some of their success stories? So you know that there are people out there who are alive and this app played a big role in them being alive right now. And that's absolutely amazing. Any other success stories you're talking, um, you're hearing from people that you'd like to share.
0: Um, yeah, so I, uh, there are a lot of, um, private messages that get sent to Mm -hmm. our accounts frequently. And that's, it's, it's kind of a catch 22 because we get all of this feedback and we know that privacy is really important,
3: mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot
0: of times where somebody will send us something like a voice message, even, and we're like, man, that'd be really cool to blast out to everybody to let them know. Mm-hmm. And we're like, ah, we but probably shouldn't. <laughs> yeah.
1: Any yeah, main themes. You know, I mean, <clears throat> that you could talk uh, about but, without uh, revealing anybody's private information.
0: Right. I would say the main thing is, is, is the, is the fact that uh, they've already been looking mm-hmm. for a tool. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know I just kind of gave up looking for options. And now that they have the option, it's a it, to, see, to see it actually function and work, you know which is a, is a bare minimum for anyone looking you know from the out in. Mm-hmm. but for the people that were here when it first started, you know to see you know especially Johnny, to see the idea become a tangible thing, see the tangible thing actually help people, uh, the, the biggest thing that we love to see is people say, you know, I gave up looking or I just assumed nothing like this existed, um, and now it does. Uh, we love that, but they say they tell other people. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many things that exist today that uh, say that they are in your best interest, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to say that those things aren't, um, but we are flooded every day with solutions to things. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a solution to everything, for everything. Um, and I, I, myself, I have very little tolerance for advertisements or for people saying that they can help me, or there's Mm -hmm. a new supplement that you can take. You know what I mean? I, uh, mental health is gaining a lot of transparency and awareness. And when that happens, you know, there's a whole ecosystem of things that, you know, come behind things that are gaining awareness, including Mm -hmm. uh, the commercial side of things. And it's just flooded right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, that's the hard part is to try to, navigate these waters where everyone is almost fed up with being told that they have the magic thing that'll help them Mm -hmm. you know um so to hear people say not only did it help but i wanted to tell other people um just lets us know that we're doing something right Mm -hmm. because nobody wants to hear that anymore you know Mm -hmm. Uh, it's 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 there's too many solutions uh, so to know that we're actually something that people want to tell other people about is probably our biggest success. That's what we want. We want a community. We want word of mouth. We want people to do this on their own. It's mm-hmm. for them. you mm-hmm. know. And that that's what's exciting for us to see is that it is happening like that.
1: Even in therapy, I see what you're talking about. Like so many people are still clinging to the idea that they've got like the therapy that'll work for everybody. Mm-hmm. As yeah. long as the therapist knows what they're doing. And that, to me, is a really outdated conversation to be
0: having. Yeah, over and Who's I,
1: got, you know, the magic bullet.
0: I, it, it, it just goes to credit you because mm-hmm. I, um, in the mental health space, I don't trust anyone that says that the buck stops them, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we say it certainly doesn't stop with us. Mm-hmm. You know, we, uh, we we noticed a hole that we wanted to, you know, provide uh, a, a, a solution in, but <clears throat> You know, people sometimes realize that, you know, peer support isn't enough and they're ready for a more professional solution. Mm-hmm. They're ready to talk to somebody that has education. Some people aren't ready for peer support and they need to, you know, have access to resources and and, mm-hmm. and educate themselves. Um, so I really appreciate you saying that because it does exist. There are a lot of people that say, you know, uh, come, come to us and now you won't have to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody does that. Nobody does that, you know? Uh, So that's really cool of you to say because that is a problem
1: right now. And it also affects things like cost and accessibility because if your therapist only has one way of doing things that they're convinced is going to work, but it doesn't work for you, you're off therapist hopping again.
2: Yeah, and that gets expensive. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I really liked about the app um, when I learned about it is that it's free. You Mm -hmm. know, you guys have taken away the financial barrier to access things like this.
0: And it's, it's, it's a major barrier, but I would say, in my opinion, you know, obviously some people are nervous about trying something out or, you know, maybe there's a long wait time, which causes them not to come back. I would say the biggest barrier for anyone is not being able to afford blank, whatever Mm -hmm. care or, you know, medication Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. Um, Peer support in general, we, you know, we appreciate is free. Mm -hmm. I've never paid to be in a 12-step program. Um, And that's, you know, we wanted to follow suit with that. It Mm -hmm. is peer support. Um, We try to keep it in its purest form. Um, But to have that digital access uh, was the missing link for us that we Mm want to provide to people. Um, And it's, we've been on a lot of apps. Um, I'm not here to say that any apps are worse than any others, um, but they cost a lot of money, Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of money sometimes. and for good reason. Sometimes it's therapy. Sometimes it's, you know, you have to pair it with medication. Mm-hmm. Um, very few times can you just log on to somewhere and talk to somebody and that's what the purpose is and have it be mm-hmm. free. So right. um, we're, we're happy to fit in that niche. Mm-hmm.
1: So what are you doing to fund it? Is this like a Kickstarter thing? Um...
0: <laughs> so uh, right now, right now we are uh, funded by investors. Mm-hmm. Um but in the future, obviously, it can not be funded by investors forever. Uh, mm-hmm. We do want to, you know, provide people resources, but we're not here to give advertisements for hamburgers or for mobile app games. You know, we mm-hmm. want, again, the whole thing is for them. Mm-hmm. So the goal is, is, you know, to, to listen to the users, to listen to what they have to say, uh, to put out questions to people mm-hmm. and say, what, you know, this is the tool here, but the buck does not stop with us. You know, what, what do you want? What would you like to see? What would you like to learn about? And when we get that feedback, you know, if the feedback is, is, you know, really heavy on uh, clinical solutions and, you know, having, uh, you know, resources to read, you -hmm. know, we can reach out to people that provide that earnestly and and honestly, and then have them, you know, be our advertisers. Uh, We can reach out to therapists. A lot of people Mm -hmm. don't know even where to begin with therapists but if if we know that in a certain area there's a therapist that really wants to provide care and has Mm -hmm. spots available and won't make you wait a year and a half we want them to know you know so Mm -hmm. we'll say well we'll, you know we'll let people be in contact with you um so that was our goal was to um make the app not a place that you don't want to be because you're surrounded by things you don't care about but if you're going to be here, this is the way that it is going to be, it's not mm-hmm. going to be an advertisement. It's going to be a resource, be something right. that you ask for.
3: Mm-hmm. That's so,
1: uh, Go ahead. I was Go just ahead, gonna Amy. ask, um, of what you're doing now, are you basically gonna just keep refining what you're doing? Do you have any future plans for anything to add? Where is this going in the future? Yes, yeah, so,
0: <clears throat> there's... Um, we, we always have lofty goals. (laughs) We're, we're we're a team of of dreamers. Uh, so we toss around ideas all the time. We're like, well, that would be cool. You know, we'll put Mm -hmm. white flag on the moon. Right. Um, but, um, so there are, I've heard some
1: wild stories about astronomers having breakdown or, um, astronauts having breakdowns in space. It could happen. Exactly. There you go.
0: They need help too. See, look at you, look at you. We'll we'll be in touch. (laughs) 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 Um, we have we have like app centric things you know ideas all the time about ways we can improve the app based on the feedback that they give mm-hmm. and our own ideas as well um right now you know we are uh, 18 and over and everyone says well you know what about the kids well that's mm-hmm. a really touchy subject it's hard to provide you know peer support to kids because they're mm-hmm. minors but that's something that we're trying to explore mm-hmm. what about white flag team um what about um people that want to have more of like a group setting are we exploring you know, options for people to talk in groups you now there's uh if you can think about it, chances are that we're trying to at least explore the idea of how it could be. Mm -hmm. Um, But at at its core, we want to make sure that it's always accessible in its raw form, which is the the one-on-one peer support. So Mm -hmm. we're um, adding things that we can think of that will uh, make it a better app, but always still at its core, easily accessible and usable. Mm -hmm. Um, Outside of the app though, we, you know, we, we want the app to work, but The reason that we're even doing this at all is because we saw a way that we could help and then wanted to provide it. Uh, There's all kinds of ideas that we have of things that, you know, we want to look at in the future, you know, helping uh, provide clinics to people built by people that understand uh, what helps in a clinic. You know, a lot of times people fund clinics and say, all right, whatever you think should go in there, you can go put in there.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, What about a clinic that was started by people who have been in them? you know mm. uh obviously that have everything that you need uh and, and are kind the correct way but that know from the inside out about what needs to be there mm-hmm. what about you know uh music festivals you know music festivals from for, that are actually raising awareness and, and, and putting out money towards things that we want to do that support causes that you know we mm-hmm. want to support anything that we can think of to you know say okay we have the awareness what's another actionable item that's what mm-hmm. we're looking for is, is to put action to awareness and uh that's just another situation where it's like, we, we have no bad ideas, you know, white flag. We're always trying to think of ways that we can expand and, and help, uh, you know, help, help the world uh, understand that mental health and mental illness is something that we can take action on.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So how other than word of mouth, how are you guys getting the word out there?
0: So, uh, primarily social media, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, that's, that's something that I started in. And I, you know, initially I made a couple of videos for white flag and I was like, man, this is a really cool company. And, uh, and they said, well, this is a really cool dude. So how about, how about we work together full time? And that's what I've been doing, uh, you know, for the past uh, year and a half is, is working with them on, uh, you know, creating content with them, but we have a, a fantastic team that does just extraordinary work and we, we all work together to, um, you know, come up with different ways that, you know, we don't just want to advertise every day. Uh, we want to let people know that we actually know what it feels like to be them. Uh, so that's been our primary goal is like, yes, we want you to know the app exists, but we want you to know that uh, we feel the way that you feel sometimes. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, it's a lot easier to let people understand that you can, you could trust us in that aspect, you know, mm-hmm. that we know what we're talking about. And if you, if you know that we know what we're talking about, you're a lot, lot more likely to check out what we have. Um, but we are exploring any avenues for, you know, other creators and, uh, other, you know, people of interest, other celebrities, uh, our primary goal is to find people that are as emotionally charged about this mm-hmm. as we are. Um, I can go raise $8,000 and go pay somebody to talk about it for 30 seconds. And then that'll be the promo. We'll run mm-hmm. it 10 times and then we're done.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's we're not really interested in that. You know, we're looking right now for people that are, uh, dedicated to the cause that want to do something different um and when we find those people we bring them on and, and we have long-term relationships, long-term relationships with them which has been a lot of fun to find those people that uh really do care and are mm-hmm. making a difference and podcasts <laughs> <laughs> that's another word we're getting word out right now yeah
2: <laughs> uh what social media are you on where can they find you other than the app
0: so White Flag App is our social media across uh, all platforms. Um, okay. Our, our goal on there is, to, again, to provide educational material, material that you can relate to. We, you know, we want to do all the things that you like to be on social media for, but, um, you know, for that, for that place that a lot of other people don't go, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to let you know that you're not alone in how you feel. Here are things that we do to feel differently. Uh, and, you know, if you're here, feel free to join the app and, and see what other people are doing. Mm-hmm.
1: What else would you like people to know about White Flag? Oh. Any good founder stories? Um, what specifically inspired this?
0: Yeah. Um, it's. It, sometimes people ask me a question about White Flag, and it's just I get
1: yeah. 80
0: answers in one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what do I, I want to say here? So um, right now, we do have a podcast that we just launched. It's called the Warriors of White Flag, uh, White Flag Warriors podcast. Um, you can find it on any of our socials, and our primary goal with this podcast is to, uh, you know, you mentioned a founder story. That's the first mm-hmm. three episodes, is an explanation of what he went through, um, and I I listened to podcasts uh, casually, but man, I was just uh floored at what he had to say, and I've known this this man for you know over a year before I heard the full story, and it just reminded me uh, of the depth of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the project that we're doing with the podcast is to have people on. And if you you know haven't told your story, now's the time. And if you have, if you want to dig into the corners that are typically cut off, now's the time mm-hmm. to really let people hear it. Um, I was on there a couple episodes ago and I was explaining that your your story is crafted specifically for at least one other mm-hmm. person exactly how it is. You know, mm-hmm. not your story minus that one icky thing that you don't normally talk yes. about. The whole thing, mm-hmm. you know, as it stands, every, every inch of it uh, was designed for at least one other person to hear. And that's what we want, you know, for people um, is, is to be able to tell their story like that. We'd be happy to have you on if you have the story that you would like to tell.
2: We have lots of stories. I have so many stories. Um, I, I love that. I love that about your podcast. I mean, that was what started this podcast is, you know, stories over stigma and Mm -hmm. the hope that somebody somewhere is listening and they feel less Mm -hmm. alone because of it. Um, so I love that you are doing that. That is great.
0: It's, uh, it, and again, I, I had a, uh, a pretty rough time. I'm, you know, I'm an alcoholic in recovery and mm-hmm. it was a really rough time up until that first meeting, right. Mm-hmm. Walking in, hearing the stories. Um, and I, it was something that I didn't quite understand that hearing someone else's story can have a positive impact on me.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: a majority of my life I've been very me focused. So me telling my story was way more beneficial to me than me having to sit and listen to other people. Um, but getting to experience that, getting to uh, hear other people say things and uh, connecting with other people's stories, I still can't fully explain it about why it has the healing power that it does, but mm-hmm. it does. Um, and that's, uh, that's been so beneficial to hear the stories that we've had come out mm-hmm. and uh, meet other folks just like yourself and, okay. and get to explore their network of people and hear mm-hmm. their stories. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, that's what I'm all about now. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, what, that's what i've been telling people is, is what a difference it makes because a lot of people don't know
1: mm-hmm. and it sounds like it's got a lot of the benefits of social media but kind of with more privacy and security mm-hmm.
0: exactly I mean, but- that was mm-hmm. our goal we you know we wanted to to provide something that gave peer support that mm-hmm. you know uh, let people connect with one another but at its core it it is a, a social networking app um mm-hmm. we just stripped away everything that we deemed to be uh, detrimental in some way there mm-hmm. are no likes there are no shares or follow mm-hmm. you can friend people if you find someone that you really connect with you can keep that connection uh with that mm-hmm. person so that way you guys can keep you know returning back and talking to each other so we do have a a, a friend system i guess you would say mm-hmm. but other than that uh we kept the networking but stripped away everything else um and let the the, the true connections between one person and another person uh kind of you know, take the, the pedestal and the spotlight in that scenario, mm-hmm. but you're absolutely right. It is social networking, um, but for something uh, that has yet to be touched.
1: Mm-hmm. So what could professionals that work with people with chronic mental illness or addictions be doing for your app? And um, what would you like professionals to know about, you know, why they might be interested in letting their clients know about this app?
0: I love that question. I love that question because it's something that we have to grind every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, if we can just be a resource, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: you know, it's uh, we uh, we that's all we really want to be anyway, regardless Mm -hmm. of how small or big we ever get. If we are a tool in the tool belt for every single person in the world, then we're happy. Um, So, you know, a lot of the conversations we've had with uh, clinics and psychiatrists and therapists, um, is to just simply say, listen, there's lots of things mm-hmm. that, you know, I can tell you and I can provide you. This is one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I think having an abundance of resources is, is a really good step into giving someone the confidence they need mm-hmm. to take action on whatever's bothering them. Right. Uh, because like we've, you know, discussed in the past, it's, um, and you know, early on this podcast, um, not having the resources is a massive barrier like Mm -hmm. a a psychological barrier to trying to you know take action on these issues um so i think just being part of the you know the resource library that is provided to patients Mm -hmm. uh, is our number one goal so they know you know you know it's just we're just part of that rainbow of opportunity for them to say here's what you can do if this is an emergency here's what you can do if it's after hours here's what you can do for this and if you just want to be on your couch and talk to someone, this is what you use to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they know it's there. And a lot of times that all, that's all it takes. It's just right. the knowledge of, of our existence uh, mm-hmm. gets us in the door a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you for that question, because yeah. that's, uh, that's really what we're trying to stress to mm-hmm. people is we just want to be a tool.
1: So this is one of the main way to spread the words about the app is to reach out to professionals who might be willing to recommend it to their clients
0: absolutely yeah. yep and we've had we've had some clinics that have reached out to us mm-hmm. they're like hey we love what you're doing you know mm-hmm. what should we do what can we do to help us? so just tell them just tell mm-hmm. them if, if they need us we're here mm-hmm. and uh and, and that's uh that's been more helpful than anything
1: well mm-hmm. so. oh, i did have another question um yeah. What languages are represented? Is it basically English speaking right now? Have people branched out uh, in other it languages is?
0: yet? Um, that is a fantastic question. I'm not the person to ask, actually. Okay. I, feel, I feel bad. <laughs> no worries. This is going to go down in the history books as Dave not knowing the answer to that question. Right. I, as far as I understand, you know, if their you know keyboard is set up to speak in another language, they can. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like what the app has, if you can mm-hmm. like change the language of the interface. Um, that is a fantastic question, and I will find a way to follow up and provide cool. an answer. And maybe you could put it in the description or something, yeah. yeah uh, I don't want to leave Literally. that unanswered. Yeah, cool.
1: we can definitely add it in the description. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And do you happen to know if there's a chat function for people who are more comfortable typing?
0: It's it's chat only, actually. Yeah, we. Um, and that that was the biggest thing is that you know we could provide voice chat, you mm-hmm. know, as you know, initially, um, but if you. You know, if you are chat only and you 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 feel that uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there. If you only want to use chat Mm -hmm. and you chat somebody and then they send you a voice message, that Mm -hmm. can be a really big turnoff to you. And Mm -hmm. you don't, we don't want anyone to feel like they're not going to be helped or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, or that they aren't helping someone else because of Mm -hmm. what method they choose to talk to people. So we just make it across the board. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. that it's a chat only feature, but again, things like voice messages we've looked into because some people do find that to be more effective. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, you know, something that we're considering down the road. Um, Again, keeping the core what it is, but always offering ways to um, have different interactions with people.
2: That's fantastic. Well, I want Mm -hmm. to thank you for coming on. Um, I know you had to take time out of your day to be here with us, Um, but I was When I learned about it, I went and I downloaded it first thing. And then Mm -hmm. my first reaction was, I got to get these guys on the podcast. This is fantastic. Like more people need to know about this. Mm
0: -hmm. Listen, every day, anytime that somebody tells me that they use the app and it it means something to them, Mm -hmm. that's always worth it. My day is made from that point forward. I'm I'm more than happy to be on here. Like I said, I like to talk. That's never a problem for me. And I, (laughs) I, I enjoyed having a conversation with you guys. I really appreciate it. Um, Like I said, if you have a story to tell, you're more than welcome to, you know, come on and share your story to to our listeners. And um, Mm -hmm. just thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity for you guys to come on here and um, again just share a tool to add to the tool belt. And if it makes a difference in anyone's life from this point forward, then then that's mission accomplished for me. I'm happy with that.
1: Very good.
3: I'm not rushing you, trust me, I'm I'm the last person that needs to rush anything I feel like everything these days leads to nothing I feel like everything these days leads to nothing It's clear that we all get